everlasting father we just want to thank you for the opportunity to study your word today we thank you for how you've brought us together god to study the book of revelations chapter 9 and 10 even as we study we ask that your presence will be with us everything you want us to know about the secrets you have hidden in these two chapters oh god i ask that you would reveal them to us give us a deeper understanding of yourself and then let us be better after this bible study help us to know you better help us to increase in our knowledge of you god save each and every soul that will tune in to this bible study oh god let them know you on a better level oh god forgive our sins oh god wash us clean with your blood we invite your presence here oh god at the end oh god all glory will be ascribed to your name in jesus mighty name we pray amen i welcome you to this bible study we will be studying the book of the the book of revelations we'll be studying two chapters chapter 9 and 10 and i pray that god will reveal himself to you as we study before we continue um i just want to do a brief recap of revelations chapter 8 so we've been studying the end time series and as you know by now um you should have a deeper understanding of what god is set to do in the end times you know we talked about how john saw the revelation of what will happen at the end and there are seven seals on the book that was on the right hand of god who sat on the throne and this book had seven seals and nobody was worthy to open the seals in this book except for jesus the lamb of god who redeemed us and is worthy to open the seals and we've seen the seals being opened in revelation 6 the fourth seal to the sixth seal and the sixth seal is the rapture and right now in 2023 we are waiting for the opening of the fourth seal which is the fourth horse now there there are four horses in revelation 6 the white horse the red horse the black horse and the pale horse now these horses I don't know why people call them call it the horsemen of the apocalypse excuse me I don't know why people call it the horsemen of the apocalypse because the Bible did not call it the horsemen of the apocalypse they are just four horses and they signify different things in history people when they when called it the four horsemen of the apocalypse you just try to make them represent things that the bible never said they represented for example if you google the four horsemen of the apocalypse <coughs> the world has put up different kind of images you would see a skeleton riding on a, uh, a scary skeleton in a hood riding on a horse and it's just so scary 
the only scary horseman of the apocalypse. Okay, there are two scary horsemen. One is the second horse, the red horse, which brought, which took peace away from the earth, right? And the fourth horse, whose rider is death and hell, and he drags hell behind him. That's the fourth horse. And the first horse is basically white horse. There's nothing in that chapter, Revelation 6, that talks about it being a scary skeleton uh, rider on the first horse. So let's be careful how we let the world um, bring in interpretations of the scriptures. You have to be careful. Read the scriptures by yourself prayerfully as a Christian and deduce what the spirit of the god the holy spirit is trying to make you understand and god will help us in jesus name amen so lord we invite your presence here i will review um revelations 8 which begins the wrath of god um so um revelation 6 talks about the the fourth seal to the sixth seal the sixth seal has the rapture. So after the Antichrist comes in the fourth seal, does work of persecution on the Christians. In the fifth seal, the sixth seal is Jesus coming to take us to heaven. The fifth seal, the fourth fifth seal is a great tribulation, while the fifth seal is a rapture. Read it for yourself so that you will be a wise virgin understand the meaning but for yourself not the meaning that your pastor deduced from it the meaning that god told you while you were reading and so that you will not be a foolish virgin we have to be wise virgins so um revelation 7 talks about the what happened after a rapture before the seven trumpet was blown so revelation 7 talks about it started with what happened because the wrath of god was supposed to follow after immediately after the rapture of the saints after the harvesting of the children of god the wrath of god was supposed to follow but before the wrath of god in Revelation 7, the, the, the angel that was meant to blow the seventh trumpet was asked to wait. Let us see 144,000 Israelites who are virgins. Let's put the seal of God on their heads before you start pouring out the wrath of God on the world. And we, we understood that. Um, this is because we are going to see it in Revelations 9 that this 144,000 were still on earth after the rapture. This 144,000 Israelites, they're not, they're not Christians now. They are Israelites. They might be Christians, they might know Jesus. I don't know. The Bible has not said anything about that yet. But this um, 144,000 Israelites are virgins, never been with any woman before, and they are men. 
different from the saints of God that will be taken up in rapture. So only this 144,000 were sealed. So the rest of the people that did not go up in rapture will face the wrath of God. There's no second chance after the rapture. If you don't go through the rapture, you face the wrath of God, except you are part of the 144,000 Israelites. So when they were sealed on their foreheads, John showed us the rejoicing in heaven of the saints that have now been triumphant over the Antichrist, over the devil. And I thank God, I pray that we all will be part of the saints that joined that john saw in revelation chapter 7 that will be rejoicing in heaven in jesus name amen revelation chapter 8 starts the wrath of god seven trumpets um seven trumpets will be blown when the seventh seal is opened so seven trumpets and in revelation 8 four out of the seven trumpets were blown when the first angel blew the first trumpet what happened hail mingled with fire hail and fire mingled with blood were cast upon the earth now remember after the rapture somehow <clears throat> the worldly people the sinners and the christians that did not that were not able to go to god in rapture the ones that were not found worthy to be raptured to heaven somehow they knew that the rot of the lamb will begin immediately after so they said save us from the rot of the, who will save us from the rot of the lamb and now the rot of the lamb has begun it starts with fire mingled with blood cast upon the earth and hail such that one third of the trees in the earth were burnt up and all the green grass burnt up and I, I, I put here how can green grass burn up you know uh, that means the fire must be so much to swallow up even the green grass because we see burning among dry trees dry leaves but right now it says that the green grass burnt up no food one third of this burnt up the second trumpet brought mountains a second trumpet sound brought mountains burning with fire cast into the sea and one third part of the sea became blood no water one third of creatures living in the seas died the fishes died one third of the ships were destroyed all the goods coming abroad from abroad and uh, they, they were destroyed when the third angel blew the trumpet a great star fell from heaven and then a great star was burning like a lamp it fell on the third parts of the rivers and then the name of the star was called wormwood and then the one-third of the waters became warm wood many men died of the water because the water became bitter and many men died and that's just the beginning of it 
and let me tell you my brothers and sisters this rot is so terrible because this is this described the events described in revelations chapter 7 are just a part of what happens when the trumpets are blown because we will see more of what happens when the trumpets are blown in other chapters of revelations so it looks like god showed john uh, another dream about the blowing of the seventh trumpet but in another dimension like other things that would happen when each of the trumpets blown and in, when each of the trumpets are blown and that will be we will we'll study it later so if i can't imagine how horrific this rot would be um and this is just half or just a few of the things that would happen when each of these trumpets will be blown fourth trumpet brought this events one third of the sun was smitten and one third of the moon was smitten and one third of the stars um, were darkened right one third of the moon were darkened and then the oh, one third of the stars um, were darkened <sighs> so if the sun was smitten the sun gives the moon light the moon will be darkened and the stars darkened and it now rippled up to the day and night one third of the day there was no light and one third of the night there was no light so and we saw we saw that this confirms science that um the world is the earth is round so verse 13 says that an angel flew through the earth saying whoa 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 that's three because there are three more trumpets to be blown you know four has been blown in revelations eight three will be blown in revelations nine and ten the earth is doomed so we are going to revelations nine and i would like you to open your bibles get your bibles and open to revelations chapter nine uh-huh so let us read i pray that the lord almighty will reveal himself to us as we read it says and the fifth angel sounded and i saw a star fall from heaven onto the earth so when the fifth angel sounded a star fell from heaven to earth and to him was given the key of the bottomless pit so to the fifth angel was given the key of the bottomless pit verse 2 revelations 9 2 and he opened the bottomless pit and there arose a smoke out of the pit as the smoke of a great furnace and the sun and the air were darkened by reason of the smoke of the pit i don't know where the bottomless pit is but maybe somewhere in the galaxy somewhere down down the planet earth i don't know but when as soon as this feet angel got the keys to the bottomless pit he opened it and smoke came out of the pit and it was a thick smoke such that it darkened the sun you know all these things happening on earth people just reading the news and saying this 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 happening now this is not humans doing it to each other we're not talking about maybe wars uh someone is bombing or someone is shooting we're talking about god destroying 
parts of the earth and that is the wrath of God and so and this is going to be terrible the most terrible wrath you have ever seen I pray we will never ever be here to ever witness that wrath of God by the grace of God but this is what will happen after the children of God have been raptured it says that and there came so when the smoke thick smoke came out of the bottomless pit <coughs> it made the sun dark Revelation chapter 9 verse 3 and there came out of the smoke locust upon the earth and unto them was giving power as the scorpion of the earth the scorpions of the earth have power and it was commanded them that they should not hurt the grass of the earth neither any green thing neither any tree any tree but only those men which have not the seal of God in their foreheads Me meaning that the 144,000 that were sealed with the seal of God in their foreheads were still on earth because um, <clears throat> when this seventh sorry when this fifth angel sounded the fifth trumpet the the locusts that came out of the smoke were asked not to hurt the 144,000 that had the seal of God on their head. So, meaning that the 144,000 witnessed the wrath of God, but never were never hurt, as we saw in Revelation 7. They asked them not to hurt those people, asked them not to hurt the people that have the seal of God on their foreheads. And verse 5, and to the locusts, <clears throat> it was given that they should not kill men, right? So, and to them, it was given that they should not kill them, but they should be um, tormented five months. And their torment was the torment of a scorpion when he struck at a man. So, all the men that did not have the seal of God, instructions were given to the locusts do not kill them but torment them um sting them like a scorpion's um effect on them so verse 6 revelations 9 6 says that and in those days shall man seek death and shall not find it can you imagine this they're gonna they're gonna try to kill themselves but they're not gonna die what so all those people that have been committing suicide after rapture you cannot die because God himself is gonna kill you by himself kill the people that the disobedience by himself so you cannot do that anymore you cannot kill yourself anymore so people will want to die but they shall not find death. They shall seek to die and death shall flee from them. Death shall flee from them. So no matter what they do, they're not going to die. At this point in time. 
they cannot kill themselves so revelations 9 verse 7 and the shapes of the locusts were like unto hearses prepared unto battle and on their heads were as it were crowns like gold and their faces were as the faces of men whoa that's some scary locusts so scary locusts shaped like hearses they had golden crowns on their heads and their faces were like the faces of men and guess what verse 8 and they had hair as the hair of women and their teeth was as the teeth of lions so they had hair like women's hair faces like men they just horses on locusts right locusts are like tiny like tiny insects right but they're shaped like horses hair like a woman face like a man have a crown on their head like a royal locust come to torment the that have come to torment the people of the world the disobedient men and women people that are disobedient to the word of god do not be disobedient so let's read Revelation 9 verse 9 and they had breastplates as it were the breastplates of iron and the iron of their wings was as the sound of chariots of many horses running to battle so they, they had breastplates of iron they had wings and they had tails like unto scorpions and there was and there were stings in their tails and their power was to hurt men five months. So five months. Those people, I don't, it's just so sad that the people during the wrath of God that do not read their Bibles because they are sinners or disobedient, I'm sure they will look for the Bible to see the timeline of this wrath, to do the timeline of this five horses because it's terrible and the thing is that there's no end because they are doomed already there's no second chance for them because they are really doomed so even if they know that they they will be tormented by the scorpions for five months from what the bible says it's not going to help them in any way because they are already doomed for even greater destruction so it will not be our portion in jesus name so um, verse 11 oh, let me read 10 again revelations 9 10 and they had tails like unto scorpions and there were stings in their tails and their power was to hurt men five months and they had a king over them which is the angel of the bottomless pit whose name in the hebrew tongue is abaddon and in a greek tongue had his name apollyon and verse 12 it says one war is past because in revelations 8 it says woe 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 unto the inhabitants of the earth there's three more trumpets to be blown as part of the seventh seal so um one wall is past there are two more woes on this earth and the sixth angel sounded and i heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar which is before god saying to the sixth angel which had the trumpet Lose the four angels which are bound in the great river Euphrates. So these angels 
what did they do that they were bound in river euphrates there must be angels that disobeyed god that are now instruments of god's destruction god is now using these angels to destroy the earth as part of his rot so revelation 9 15 says that and the angels were loosed which were prepared for an hour and a day and a month and a year for to slay the third part of men verse 16 says that and the number of the army of the horsemen were two hundred thousand thousand so if you see two hundred thousand thousand as you're adding three more zeros to two hundred thousand that's two hundred million two hundred million horsemen and i heard the number of them and thus i saw the horses in the vision and them that sat on them having breastplates of fire fire and of jacinth and brimstone and the heads of the horses were as the heads of lions so these are things described by john this is the best way john knew how to describe them i saw horses but now they have lion's head whoa <clears throat> and out of their mouths <clears throat> issued fire and smoke and brimstone so how did they kill men at this time so by this three was the third part of men killed you see how um men the disobedient children human beings in, on this earth you see how they are being killed in sections so god did not just destroy the whole earth like he did with water in the time of noah he killed them in sections and that is the plan of his rot and honestly god's rot is not like our rot like if i if somebody does something crazy to me like my child does something foolish because children do foolish stuff and i get angry with them i don't know what i want to do to them <laughs> before i get angry right i don't know what i want to do to that child it's the anger that i'm like okay what should i do to this child what is the what is the discipline um the the method of discipline that i should apply to this foolishness that this child has done right now so of course i will not discipline the child out of anger that is i would first of all become calm and say okay what is the way forward and then i would think about the kind of punishment i would give to that child that's what i've learned because if you if you discipline your child out of anger you end up feeling bad about it because you might have reacted in an extreme way so when i cool down i say hmm see what you've done what is what you've done is bad and then i think about what to do to that situation however god did not wait for 
the consummation of sin or for the height of sin before he got angry and just started acting irrationally no god already planned the punishment for this world way ahead of time so you it wouldn't be like ah oh, you're acting out of anger you're acting sp spontaneously um because you're so angry no god said at that time i will be this angry and this you know, oh, at that time i will turn away from you like no more grace and this is what i would do to you right god has planned this ahead of time god has planned the visitation of his rot and what he would do to the earth ahead of time so it is not something spontaneous that he's doing because he he has power right it's not something that he's is not misusing his power to just destroy the earth and destroy the earth because they are sinners no he already planned this punishment for them in a calculated way so he knew what he was doing he planned it and you see that god is just is not irrational he, he has given us grace there's time for grace there's time for mercy and now there's time for rot so i pray god will help us in jesus name um, about disciplining our children we should not discipline our children when we we are still processing what the foolishness they've done we should cool down and ask for the holy spirit's help just like god we should be like god holy spirit's help to understand how to correct that situation we should discipline them in a way that it's corrective and not destructive and then not something that we'll regret doing um afterwards amen so um revelations chapter 9 verse um 18 god destroying the disobedient men and women in sections that's what i said so by this three things were men killed the a third part of the, of men of the world killed that's the third part <clears throat> by fire and by smoke and by brimstone that were coming out of the mouths of the horses that had heads like lions revelations 9 19 says that for their power the power of this 200 million horsemen on horses their power is in their mouth and in their tails for their tails were like unto serpents and had heads and with them they do hurt so the tails of the horses were like snakes with heads so they had lion's head and their tail was snakes their tails were snakes so verse 20 says and the rest of the men which were not killed by the by the plagues so there's still some people because it just a third of the earth of the men on earth the people on earth were killed so the rest of the men which were not killed by this place yet repented not of the works of their hands that they should not worship devils and idols of gold and silver and brass and stone and of wood which neither can see nor hear not walk 
neither repented they of their memory of their mothers sorry and nor of their sorceries nor of their fornications nor of their thefts so you would expect that this man these humans these disobedient ones even the christians that did not go with god in rapture you might expect them to repent after seeing the wrath of god you might expect them to be sorry and say god have mercy on us but no they did not repent they continue to do the evil because they can't repent anymore I told you that the holy spirit is the one that saves right when he convicts of sin and then he saves sinners but now this one's the holy spirit is no more here the saints have gone they cannot repent anymore there's no second chance for this ones and so they did not repent and i want to bring our attention to some sins um here it says they worship devils they worship idols of gold and silver and this is another form of worship of mammon right so if you don't worship god you worship the other god which is money worship money everybody's worshiping two things on earth if you worship you either worship god or worship money even if you're a devil worshiper you're worshiping money you're not worshiping god you're worshiping mammon money so if you love god you hate money if you hate god you love money so if you love money right now and you're a child of god you have to check yourself you have to hate money hate money money is not your god money is a tool money is a um a resource that you use to do stuff is not your god you don't bow to it you hate it and you leave it alone you use it for what you want to use it for and you just don't put your mind on it don't let it be your treasure change your value system to treasure god remember the people in the church in smina that were poor and miserable they were poor they were not miserable they were poor and persecuted jesus said they are rich why because they don't have money they only have god and they have known god to the highest height that is the height of knowledge of god is when you can be persecuted for jesus christ you can be killed for jesus christ so that's a very high level of knowing god as according to peter and according to paul and according to the word of god according to jesus too because jesus said you're rich you are poor physically you're poor in money but you are rich in the knowledge of god rich in god rich in mercy rich in christ and then for the ones that the credit card christians the credit card christians that trust in their wealth they are rich jesus said they are poor miserable blind and naked it's crazy so that's the value system of the kingdom money is supposed to be hated <clears throat> so these people do not repent of these things and also fornication now fornication is the umbrella term for sexual sin there are different kind of sexual sins and their sins pornography masturbation homosexuality gen- transgender all these acts they are fornication it's not my word it's the word of god if you read romans chapter 1 
verse. Um, if you read Romans chapter 1, where it says that these people, <laughs> I used to say that, oh, it's very stressful. But God, take control. I'm digging deeper and deeper into some things. I pray God will help us. Just please follow me. I used to say that whatever you are, God will help you amplify it. Whatever you desire, God will amplify it. Pharaoh was a wicked king and God amplified whatever was in him for the glory of God. Everything is for the glory of God. So because Revelation, Romans chapter 1 verse 21 he says, because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. Oh, they knew that there was a God. They, they knew it in their conscience that there was a God. But we're not going to glorify him as God. And every atheist, everybody, you see, every unbeliever, they know that there is a God. But they will not glorify God as God. And so Romans 1 verse 21 says, because they, that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imagination, and their foolish hearts was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. So, see all the scientists that feel like they're wise. <sighs> if they don't acknowledge God, they're foolish, very foolish. Romans one twenty three says, and change the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like like to corruptible man so the image <laughs> that God has given them the image that God has given them they start to change it to something else so like to corruptible man and to birds and to four-footed beasts and creeping things now this is just the beginning when people change their gender from male to female and then change the agenda from female to male now there are other dimensions people are they'll, they'll soon start trying to change to beasts and weird stuffs and creeping things and first romans chapter 1 verse 24 says that god also gave them up to uncleanliness through the lusts of their own heart to dishonor their own bodies between themselves so in addition to oh you say you want to reject me god is saying oh you want to reject me you want to reject me do you know the worst thing possible that can happen to you okay then go to it go to it you reject me then go to the next guy god then gave them to the extreme lust of whatever they desire so that's why I say, if you want to be good, be very close to God. If you want to be evil, don't do the small ones. Go deep into it. I'm not saying this. Jesus said it in Revelation 22, the last chapter. They that are good, remain good. You that are bad, remain bad. Choose your side. Don't stay in the middle. If you want to be bad, if you say you don't want to stop that little, little sin, it doesn't pay you to just be be in the middle go deep into the scene but if you want to be good it doesn't pay to be in the middle you got to go closer to god you have to look for god know god deeply
Don't be in the middle. If you're a Christian and you love God, pray about that besetting sin that still plagues you, that still makes you fall. Ask God to deliver you so that you can be on the righteous side. And the ones that are on the devil's side, go to the extreme and know that you, because if you're in the middle, you face the full wrath of God, right? If you're in the center, you will still face the full wrath of God. You have to only be on the righteous side. <clears throat> Amen. And that's the righteous side, the right side of God. So Romans chapter 1 verse 25. Who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshipped and served creature more than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. Romans 1.26 For this cause, so because of this, God gave them up unto vile affection. That's immoral affection. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. So nature said man and woman, right? And man and woman coming together in sexual relationship will give birth to kids, right? Children. That's the natural use. So they change the natural use into that which is against nature. You see, nature even animals in animals men and the male and female animals that's the natural stuff the natural stuff the change the natural use of that which is against the change the natural use into that which is against nature not only their women even their men romans 127 and likewise also the men leaving the natural use of the woman so instead of you to use the woman, your wife, and get sexual pleasure from her, you changed it and then you burned in lust for your fellow man. So it says burned in their lust one towards another. Men with men, working that which is unseemly. And then receiving in themselves the recompense of the error which was meet. So when they receive their rewards, that's diseases that come from all this um, immoral intercourse. They receive in their bodies what is the result. And that is just them, that's the temporal um, punishment. The real punishment is coming up in the wrath of God. So all these people are just wicked people that don't want to do the will of God. They don't want to obey God. They want to be disorderly. <clears throat> and even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge. Romans 1.28 God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. It's not even convenient for you to do those things. It's not. But you just still choose to do it. That is terrible. Being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, they are despiteful, they are proud, boasters, inventors of evil things. 
they invent evil things. Disobedient to parents. Without understanding. Covenant breakers, you know, see divorce here and there. They break the covenant to their spouses. Without natural affection. So the, the natural affection, they don't have it. Implacable, unmerciful. Who knowing the judgment of God, Romans 132, that they which commit such things are worthy of death. Not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. So if you are not even involved in homosexual, maybe your acts, maybe you are strict, but you are supporting the homosexual acts and the ones that are changing their images from one form that God has given them to something that God did not give them. If you are, you have pleasure in them, if you are supporting them, you are worthy of death. That's what the Bible says. It's not my word. It's the Bible that said it, the word of God. Now, does this mean that we should discriminate homosexuals and transgender people or sinners? No. You got to show them the love of God the way you show your colleague in the office that are liars, right? So you have colleagues in the office that are liars. They're liars. They lie to you and yet you talk with them, you relate with them normally like human beings. You buy lunch for them. But they are, you know they are liars. They are in the same category as um, sexually immoral. So you, you, you relate with them, you buy lunch for them, do stuff. You show them the love of God but you do not approve of their ways. If they ask you what do you think about their lifestyle, you show them the word of God that you guys are worthy of death. You're worthy of punishment if you don't repent. But I love you with the love of God, right? That does not mean that they are... When they come to your churches, you don't chase them away, but you tell them the truth. You tell them that homosexuals, transgender, all the people that are taking part in sexual immoralities, pornography, you tell them the truth that they are going to hell if they don't repent. That is the thing. Don't discriminate against them. They said you, they need your service. Ask the Holy Spirit. That is where the Holy Spirit comes in. If they say they need you to bake cake for their wedding, ask the Holy Spirit if he wants you to do it for them or not. Because you bake cake for liars, right? You bake cake for adulterers, right? But ask the Holy Spirit because that is the cake pertains to the joining, right, of immorality, right? So ask God, God, should I bake this cake for this set of sinners that are actually taking part in this kind of matrimonial union, right? And God will give you wisdom. If God says, go ahead, and there's an opportunity for you to tell them that I love you, God has told me to go ahead with doing this for you. But remember that according to the Bible that I read and I believe, what you're doing will land you in hell. It's not, it's not an act of discrimination or hate. hate. No, we love you. But this is the truth. This, according to the God that we serve, according to Jesus God and Holy Spirit, it will land you in hell because it's abomination to God. So that's all about that. The, for the lines that are blurred, 
you don't know if you how to relate with them ask the holy spirit to help you but the bottom line is it's a sin period so these people did not repent we're back to revelation chapter 9 verse 20 and 21 they did not repent of all their sexual immoralities and all the sins that they commit even stealing just tiny stealing it's a sin against god it's just crazy no matter how tiny it is so we have to tell our children no stealing no telling lies that's why little sin is the same as big sin it's the same punishment it's the same rot we have to stay on the lord's side we have come to the end of revelations chapter 9 let's quickly go to chapter 10 amen revelations chapter 10 let's read together open your bibles and i saw another mighty angel and before i go i just want to tell you that the fifth and the seals sixth the fifth and the sixth trumpets have been blown these are part of the seventh seal so we want to see the the sounding of the seventh trumpet part of the seventh seal Revelation 10 1 and I saw another mighty angel come down from heaven clothed with a cloud and a rainbow was upon his head and his face was as it were the sun and his feet as pillars of fire and he had in his hand a little book opened and he set his right foot upon the sea and his left foot upon the earth and cried with a loud voice as when a lion roared and when he had cried seven thunders uttered their voices revelations 10 4 and when the seven thunders had uttered their voices i was about to write and i heard a voice from heaven saying unto me seal up those things which the seven thunders uttered and write them not so god told john not to tell us what the seven thunders said as soon as the the mighty angel that had a rainbow upon his head gave um who had the little book cried with a loud voice like a lion when he cried with a loud voice seven thunder said stuff and um a voice from heaven said don't write what you heard the seven thunder say so revelations 10 verse 5 and the angel which i saw stand upon the sea and upon the earth lifted up his hand to heaven so you know he had a book in his hand open book lifted up his hand to heaven and swear by him that liveth forever and ever who created heaven and the things that therein are and the earth and the things that therein are and the sea and the things that are therein that they should be time no longer so at that point, at that point, um, 
at that point, hold on, just want to see something. There's not been any mention of the um, seventh um, trumpet sound yet. So let's just keep reading. So it said that time, there was time no longer. What does this even mean? There should not be time no longer. Remember that from creation till now is 6,000 plus years. Please ignore all the scientists that are dating stuff millions of years previously. According to the Bible, when you calculate when the when you calculate the creation of this earth, the calculation of the creation of this earth, this earth was created and Adam and Eve was put on this earth. 6,000 plus years ago. And then Jesus died 2,023 plus years ago. But those measurements of time has been cancelled. That's the end of time. That's the end of time as it were. So that's the end of time. So it comes to an end at that time. So he said, oh, there's no more time. Time is ended. And so, Revelations 10 verse 7 says, But in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when he shall begin to sound, that's the seventh trumpet, when the angel shall begin to sound the seventh trumpet, the mystery of God should be finished. As he has declared to his servants the prophet. So the prophets. So more than one prophet said, talked about the mystery of God. And then when the angel sounds the seventh trumpet, part of the seventh seal, the seventh session of the wrath of God, the mystery of God will come to an end. Um, there will not be time again. So there's going to be a new start of whatever it is. I don't know what it's going to be called. But it might not be 24 hours. I don't know how it's going to be. But what does this mean? What does this mean? Now let's go to see some of these prophets that God told about the completion of the mystery of God. So by God's grace, I searched this some search. And I know that if you read your Bible, you'll, do, you'll find more things about prophets that talk about the mystery of God and when it will come to an end and so I found Isaiah 26 verse 19 to 21 and if you please open your Bibles to Isaiah 26 <clears throat> Isaiah 26 verse 19 to 21 so it says here that you can read the whole chapter it says that Thy dead man shall live. Together with my dead body shall they arise. Oh, wow. This is interesting. What does that mean? What does that tell you? We, after this Revelation series, we are going to study by the grace of God the other individual chapters that talk about the end time. So we've studied Daniel. We've studied Revelations. 
and we also know that Jesus talked briefly about the end time in Matthew 24 and 25. 24 about the signs and referred us to the book of Daniel that um, there's something, a big chunk of events that will happen between this time before the rapture. Go check it out. Daniel talked about it. So in, if you're reading Matthew 24, before you jump to the rapture, you got to check out what Jesus said would happen in Matthew 24, 15. He said Daniel talked about what will happen. So go check it out first before you, you, you then check it. Whatever Daniel said about the abomination that causes desolation, insert it into that part. Those will happen before the rapture. And also, Paul talked about the end time in Thessalonians, in Corinthians. He said that the dead in Christ will rise first. It's, he said that the people that have died um, in Christ will be raptured first. And we that are alive too will be caught up to meet God. And that is where... The Christians got the notion of rapture, right? We will ascend to meet Jesus in the here. So now confirming it is Isaiah chapter 26 verse 19. It says that confirming 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Go and read it, please. Um, 1 Corinthians chapter 15 that said the dead who rise first. Even Isaiah knew that he would not be here during the rapture and what did he say he said isaiah 26 verse 19 the dead men shall live together with my dead body shall they arise so isaiah knew that he too will not be here he will not be here to be raptured physically but will be part of the dead that shall what rise first so and my dead body isaiah's dead body shall arise Awake and see ye that dwell in dust, for thy dew is as the dew of herbs, and the earth shall cast out their dead. So the earth will give up the dead that he swallowed up. And Isaiah twenty six twenty says, Come, my people, enter thou into thy chambers. So what's going to happen after this rapture is that Come, my people, enter thy into the, thou into thy chambers and shut thy doors about thee. Hide thyself as it were for a little moment until the indignation be overpassed. For behold, Isaiah 26, 21 now. For behold, the Lord cometh out of his place to punish the inhabitants of the earth for their iniquity. The earth also shall disclose her blood and shall no more cover her slain. So this is the wrath of God. And who is Isaiah talking to here? Uh, in, in Isaiah 26 verse 20, the people that were sealed with the seal of God, go and hide in your chamber until the wrath is passed. So this um, describing when the wrath of God is poured on the earth, the 144,000 Israelites that were sealed will be around during the wrath of God, but they will not be hurt. They will be hiding in their rooms or wherever until the wrath is passed. Do you see how the Bible complements each other? I pray God will continue to give us revelations about this. So this Isaiah, it's part of the prophet that talked about this 
end time mystery. Another prophet that talked about it is um, Paul in Ephesians chapter 1. So let's go quickly to read Ephesians chapter 1 verse... We are going to verse 9. But we are going to start from verse 4. So Ephesians 1 verse 4 says that according as he had chosen us, you and I, Christians, saints of God, in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. There's a lot of things packed in there, but we are being adopted by Jesus when he redeemed us with his blood. Ephesians 1 verse 6. To the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he had made us accepted in the beloved, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. So you remember what redemption is. You remember when you say Christ is our redeemer, as a Christian, you should know what it means. You should not just say, Oh, he's our redeemer, my redeemer lives. You don't know what it means. It means that. He replaced you, right? So in the olden days, every firstborn was to be killed to please God. But because God doesn't like human sacrifice, he said, in place of a firstborn human, please kill a lamb. Then because God wanted them to have donkeys for work, he said, in in place of the firstborn donkeys, please kill a lamb. Let a lamb be killed in place of this um, this creation or creature. The same way, our punishment for sin, if we want to belong to God again after all the things we've done, because now God is no longer taking firstborns; He's taking everybody that wants to come. Everybody that wants to come can come, but you need. You can't just come like that. You need to be redeemed if you want to belong to God. So when the firstborns are killed, when the firstborn animals are killed, they belong to God, right? They, they belong to God. So that's why they are killed as a sacrifice to God. But now, if you want to belong to God as living sacrifices, if you want to belong to God, you need to be redeemed by someone lamb right and then you belong to god and glory be to god jesus because he's god could serve as a lamb for the whole world amen so we have been that's called redeemed he redeemed us he died in our place he took the punishment for us and then through his blood and forgiveness of sin according to the riches of his grace Ephesians 1 8, wherein he had abounded towards us in all wisdom and prudence. Amen. Then, where we are going, Ephesians 1 9, having made known unto us the misery of his will. He has made unto, known unto us the misery of his will according to his good pleasure, which he has proposed in himself. And what is the mystery of his will? Verse 10, it says that in the dispensation of the fullness of times, 
he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him. So, it means that all things will now be under Jesus. So, that is the mystery of God. So, it will be fulfilled after the seventh trumpet of the wrath of God is blown. Jesus will rule this world even before the new heaven and the new earth is formed. This earth, Jesus will still be the ruler and the king of this world. So he says everything will be gathered under Christ. So things will start being prepared to be gathered under Christ Jesus. And then Jesus will now be under God. So that is how God revealed it to Paul. That's the mystery of God. And now they said that in Revelations, um, let me read it again. Ephesians 1 verse 10 says that, that in the dispensation of the fullness of time, that's the end of time, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him. So everything will become under Jesus Christ. So let's read Revelation um, chapter, continue our reading of Revelation chapter 10. So it says there that verse 7, Revelation 10, 7, but in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, so when the seventh angel blows the seventh trumpet, when he, he shall begin to sound, the mystery of God should be finished as he had declared to his servants, the prophets. So when the mystery of God finishes, things start coming together. Let's go. We are going to prepare the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is come to earth. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So that prayer that Jesus told us to pray in our Lord's prayer will be fulfilled soon when the mystery of God is finished. The, the prayer that says, let your kingdom come and let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It will be done. God's will be done on earth during the time Jesus is ruling. And Daniel 7, 7 says that. And the sovereignty and the greatness of all the kingdoms under heaven will be handed over to the holy people of the Most High. And... He shall be our king, right? So, when Jesus comes to rule the world, we that died for Christ's sakes will be the presidents and the rulers. And remember the parable that Jesus said, you faithful servants, be a ruler over five nations. Be a ruler over two states. Be a ruler over this kingdoms these parables are actually real they will come to pass at the end of the age when jesus kingdom begins when jesus kingdom comes and when the will of god is done on earth so after the seven trumpets is blown the mystery of god will be finished and everything starts will start preparing themselves for the kingdom of god to start and there's so many things preparing themselves in between, which will be seen in Revelations 11, Revelations 13, 14, 15, the judgment of some other 
terrible gods of this earth right before everything then prepares themselves for the millennial reign that's the thousand year reign of jesus christ in glory amen on earth so revelations 10 verse 8 and a voice which i heard from heaven spake unto me again and said go and take the little book which is open in the hand of the angel which standeth upon the sea and upon the earth and i went unto the angel and said unto him that's the angel that said there's no more time time is gone right he was holding the little book he raised up his hand and said there's no more time the end of time you're no more counting years anymore that's the end so that's the end of the end um and when and so revelations 10 verse 8 go and take the little book which is open in the hand of the angel which standeth upon the sea and upon the earth revelation 10 9 and i went unto the angel and said unto him give me the little book and he said unto me take it and eat it up and it shall make thy belly bitter but it shall be in thy mouth sweet as honey and i took the little book out of the angel's hand and ate it up and it was in my mouth sweet as honey and as soon as I had eaten it, my belly was bitter. Revelations 10, 11. And he said unto me, Thou must prophesy again before many people and nations and tongues and kings. I'm like, what? John? John was persecuted was thrown in a hot oil according to the history books and wasn't killed wasn't destroyed by the hot oil god saved him from there and they then threw him to the opposite that's the coldest part of their region the island of patmos to die there they exiled him there and now god is saying to john that after eating the book that you will still prophesy again before many peoples and nations and tongues and kings is john gonna come back again to be continued <laughs> so we're gonna know more about this i don't know i don't know what this revelation 10 11 means or when is it gonna be when is john going to prophesy again before many people and nations and tongues and kings but this is a mystery and i pray that god will help us understand it especially if we need it if we don't need it it's up to god to make us understand it but if we need it then god will show it to us in jesus name amen so that is the end of the book of revelations chapter 9 and 10 and it's been a very interesting study i was almost tempted to include chapter 11 but it's very deep and i'm still trusting god to give me revelation about an understanding about that chapter and i want you to also trust god to even give you revelation i want you to read it ahead and trust that god will give you revelation about that chapter so that we can we can rub minds together in the next meeting 
heavenly father i am grateful to you for your goodness and your mercies and your revelations that you have exposed to us in your word we thank you for how you have confirmed your word across different books this is a unique book that nobody can ever dare to write there's nobody that's ever put together a book by different authors and they all complement each other they all say different perspectives of the same thing and the purpose of the whole book is to bring glory to your name lord we thank you for showing us oh god deeper secrets about what will happen at the end you did not leave us without understanding of what path we should follow and you did not leave us without the power in the name of jesus that can give us power over sin that can make us hate sin that can deliver us from bondage of addiction pornography masturbation sexual sins and sins that easily besets us oh god thank you because the power in the name of jesus can set us free from the bondage of darkness from the bondage of satan thank you jesus because we have this power in you over the enemy thank you jesus because we are greater than satan and his wiles and his foes and his instruments because of the power in the name of jesus thank you because you did not leave us without power to conquer and to to go forth conquering you did not leave us without power and we thank you for this power in the name of jesus thank you for your revelation thank you for showing us and directing us oh god whenever we seek you thank you for speaking to us oh god showing us what to do what decision to make in our life's journey when 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 the devil comes in like a flood when the devil comes in trickily to trick us oh god the spirit of the lord in us will raise a standard against him the the spirit of the lord will discover his wiles will discover his trickery and we will not fall these are all the things you have given us so that we can stand firm in this end time jesus even as you have been with us lord continue lord to be with us lord help us to always win the battle oh god the devil is not tired because he doesn't mind losing he just wants to win once but lord we god will help us not to relent even when we continue winning these battles in the name of jesus let us not be tired let's not leave place for the devil to win once no the devil will never win over our lives in the name of jesus the devil will always lose forever in the name of jesus we thank you god almighty because you will always give us the victory you will help us always to be hot in christ to god reading your word oh god sharpening each other up oh god um putting the devil to shame and overcoming sin by the power in the name of jesus christ we thank you god because as we move closer oh god to the end time do not be far from us oh god do not map, do not fail to map do not um leave us alone in darkness but map the things that are happen happening in the world to what is gonna happen in the scriptures when they come with their mark of the beast help us to know it help us to detect it help us to know that this is the deception of the enemy and help us to reject it in the name of jesus even if it costs us our lives to god help us to reject 
the mark of the beast. Help us to reject the mark of the man. Help us never to worship or bow down to the beast, but always bow down to Jesus Christ in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for everything you've done. Be with your people, God. Heal the sick, oh Lord. Set free the prisoners. Set free the oppressed, oh God. Save the souls of people all over the world. Jews, the Gentiles, the people of different religions, oh God. <clears throat> Save their souls, oh God. In Jesus' name. Keep your children safe from danger, from harm, from tragedy, oh God. Let your peace be our portion, oh God. Help us change our value system to value you as our currency, oh God. To value the knowledge of God as our riches in the name of Jesus Christ. We are covered with the blood of Jesus, oh God. Lord, pray for all the people that need your help right now. That you would meet them at the point of their needs. The suicidal, the depressed, Lord. Save their souls. Help them to be born again. Give them your Holy Spirit to release peace upon their lives. To release joy, love, and all the fruit of the Spirit upon their lives, O oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, when you come, O oh God, please, O oh God, help us to be found in heaven. Help us to be raptured. Let our names be written in the book of life and not never be erased in the name of Jesus. Receive the glory and of days. We pray this for ourselves, the people listening, for our family members, for our friends. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for taking time to listen till this time. Till I come your way again next meeting, stay blessed. Amen. Thank you.